0: This international soccer special on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag dgens only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. at thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to your Nation's League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. This is your last Nation's League show of the season. This is the final round of games. You can follow my Twitter account at SGPSoccer. That's at soccer, And also check out my website, com. We are having a monster month here in November. 14 winning days so far out of 16. And we still have half the month to go. You can still sign up for the month over at LockBetting.com. If you don't want to sign up for any of the paid pick packages, then make sure you sign up for the podcast. Loads of podcasts coming this weekend, bonus podcasts, including the European show as domestic football returns this weekend. And right here on the SGP, we will have das Bundesliga show and the EPL show as well. We look to go into those landing Another lock here for you today, which will take us 100% through the international window. A 3-0 and sweep in the international window is what we're targeting today. So let's move on with the plays that i picked out for you from the final round of the Nations League. We begin here with the big game of the week. Let's start as big as we possibly can here with Spain versus Germany. Spain are 13 to 10 favourites here. It's 5 to 2 to draw and it's 2 to 1 here on the Germans. Well, Spain ended up getting a point against Switzerland. And this is because Sergio Ramos missed not one, but two penalties in that second one. ...is the most atrocious penalty I've ever seen. It's probably going to be easy for you guys to dig up if you haven't seen it. Just go and check out YouTube to see Sergio Ramos's two penalty misses. And because of that... Spain come into this contest in second place and they are the ones who need to win this game at home in order to qualify and to knock the Germans out of these Nations League semi-finals. It's a winner takes all affair but the Germans can go through with a draw here in this one based on the results in the last round. Now all of my data here indicates that this should go under 2.5 goals and so far we've been very successful in taking unders in big games. Last week, we took Holland versus Spain to go under. At the weekend, we took Portugal versus France to go under, despite a very hilarious DM I got telling me that I was crazy and I was definitely going to lose because of the players on display. No, you follow along with the statistical data and sometimes big teams just cancel each other out. But in this situation, I'm actually going to go for the over, even though all of the data points towards the under. And here's the data that does. Six of Spain's last seven internationals have featured fewer than 2.5 goals, including 1-1 draw between these two sides in September's reverse fixture. The last five meetings between the teams have all produced under 2.5 goals. Three of Germany's last five away games have generated fewer than 2.5 goals and both sides have actually drawn four of their last seven outings. So we're looking here at, um, at a draw based on the data and we're looking at an under. But let's look at the situation in this game. You have a German team ...who love to attack. They like to go out and try and win the game. They like to press the ball. They like to play heavy metal football. And you have a possession-based Spain team who like to be patient, who like to knock it around, who like to control the ball... ...and like to create chances once they find openings. Spain can't afford to play this game like that because they're the ones that need the win... And if Spain are out of their comfort zone and they cannot be passing the ball around from side to side and having possession in the 66% of the pitch that doesn't matter. If they need to come forward and press the issue here, then it's going to leave gaps for a very fast German team to hit them on the counter attack. Plus, I don't trust this German team to keep a clean sheet anyway, because they haven't been able to against anybody as of late. Even the Ukraine managed to go in front against Germany before Germany came back and won by three goals to one. I think sometimes you need to look at the data, yes, but I think sometimes you need to look at the situation and override that data. And in this instance, you have a Spain team playing out of their comfort zone. You have a German team who are used to pressing the games from the off, but... In this particular situation, they can qualify with a draw. When this game kicks off, Germany will be in a position to qualify because the game starts as nil-nil, And Spain will be the ones who need to press this game. I think that this one's going to go over. I think it's going to break the statistical trend. And um, I like the over here, over 2.5 goals at 10 to 11, the under at 10 to 11 as well. But I'm going to go over for this one for Spain and Germany because of the situation in this game. Before I move off this game, it's also worth noting that data can often be skewed in order to favour what your head is telling you. So in this situation, I'm leaning towards the over because of the situation within the game. However, the original data that I found, the the strong data that I would usually use for this game, is indicating the under. But... If I'm putting this out as an over, I could easily point to the fact that Germany have played five Nations League games so far and there have been 17 goals in just five games. Spain's five games so far have also produced 10 goals. If I dig a little bit deeper than that, I can look at the German results in this group and I look at a 3-1 against Ukraine. I look at a 3-3 against the Swiss. I look at a 2-1 draw against Ukraine. Prior to that, Germany played a friendly against Turkey where they drew 3-3. All of these games are overs. Germany have had one under in their last five, and that was a 1-0 home win against the Czech Republic where they rotated their entire team. So as I said, data can be skewed. I think the better data tells you under, but I just have a feeling for the over here because of the situation. I could be completely wrong, and uh, this certainly isn't going to be my lock at the end of the show. I'm just making a case here for the over in this one. And after hitting the unders with the the Portugal-France game and Spain versus Holland, two games where people were heavily on the over, I think I've built up enough collateral here to take a punt and go against the data here, which is telling me to take the under. So as I said, over 2.5 goals here at 10 to 11 for the game of the week, Germany versus Spain. Up next, we look at a game here between France versus Sweden, where France are the four to six favourites. It's 13-5 to, to draw, and it's 5-1 to one on Sweden. France got the massive bounce back that I thought they would get in the game against Portugal. It went easily under the total, despite messages that I got from a couple of people, which I found hilarious, trying to scrutinise my picks. Look, I've been here for six and a half years. I've been killing it with my picks. I've been killing it with my locks. I've been making people ridiculous amounts of money for free. Um, at the very least, you guys could leave me some iTunes reviews. What you shouldn't do is DM me your opinions of, of my picks. I, I, I just don't care. Um, and... of the time when that's happened, you guys are wrong. And this time, in this instance, I actually posted the DM that I got up on Twitter. I'm here for a reason. They didn't randomly pick somebody to do soccer on this show. I've been here for six years. I started doing one World Cup. Then I did some Champions League. Then I did the EPL show. Now I have the EPL show, the Bundesliga show, International Football, Champions League. I have a whole soccer channel. It didn't happen by accident. It happened through making money-making picks every single week so don't dm me anything scrutinizing my picks because i've already scrutinized everything myself before i even come on this show and put my picks into words so moving on with this game here between france and sweden This game has been rendered completely irrelevant by France beating Portugal. Now if you look at the table you'll see that Portugal are three points behind France. If Portugal win and France lose this game they'll be level on points but that doesn't mean Portugal can take them over even with a superior goal difference because the Nations League is firstly determined by head-to-head and France and Portugal have drawn one game against each other and France have won therefore they've had the head-to-head and they have qualified for the next round but I am still taking them to win this game because the last time they played at home, they got an embarrassing loss against Finland. France are the world champions. They don't lose back-to-back games at home. So I'm taking France here to win this game. I have won 11 of the last 14 internationals, including four wins from five in this season's Nations League. They've drawn two and lost one. And that defeat came last time out against the... um, Against the Finns, France were beaten in 21 home games prior to their friendly defeat to Finland last week, winning 17 of those. Sweden have lost their last three away internationals and... France have already beaten Sweden recently. They won in September 1-0 in Sweden. And they come home here looking to avoid back-to-back home defeats in France. And I think that will be enough motivation. I don't think Didier Deschamps is a type of manager that you want to let down and mess around with. He looks like a very angry kind of manager that would start throwing around furniture and cups of tea so I think France turn up here I think they build on that big win against Portugal and that was a massive result because Portugal had some incredible home form coming into that they are the holders of the Nations League they are also the European champions so that was a big win for France to go to Portugal and win that plus it's a little bit of a revenge spot because in the 2016 final which was in France Portugal won in France and now France have managed to knock Portugal the holders out of the Nations League so massive result but I still don't think they're going to want to let down here. I still don't think they're going to want to lose back-to-back home games. I think they want to build on that. They want to forget about that atrocity that was that Finland result and they're going to want to get a win here against a Sweden team that aren't particularly great at the moment. So I like the value here on France. I'm going to take France to win this game on the money line at four to six here on Tuesday. Up next we move on to Wednesday's games here and we start with Belgium here at home to Denmark, where. Belgium are the 8 to 11 favorites to win this game. Denmark are the 19 to 5 underdogs and it's 11 to 4 on the draw don't understand quite why we're getting 8 to 11 here on Belgium because this group isn't over. Belgium need to avoid a defeat here in this game and somehow I don't think they're going to be playing for a draw against Denmark. This is the number 1 team in the world. They've just dispatched of England 2-0 and they are just a point away from qualifying for the semi-finals of the Nations League and this is a very winnable game here against Denmark. I expect Belgium to have all of their big guys out and to win this game comfortably therefore 8-11 seems like an absolute steal to me for a Belgium team that have won 15 of the last 17 matches including four of their five Nations League fixtures they're unbeaten in 24 home games winning 19 of them and the hosts have already been to Denmark earlier on in this Nations League campaign and won in Denmark 2-0 and comfortably so I don't think Denmark have any chance of turning this result around. Of course, if Denmark win, it will be a major upset and Belgium will be eliminated, which will be unthinkable after getting such a good result against England and being so dominant in this group. And, um, it would be a major upset, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Belgium are too good. They're not the number one team in the world by accident. They're the number one team in the world because they're unbeaten in 24 home games and because they've won 15 of the last 17 matches. So Belgium qualify for the semi-final here. Massive value on the 8-11. to Take it because Belgium will win this game against Denmark on Wednesday. Up next, we look at England versus Iceland, which is now an irrelevant game, apart from the fact that England will be looking for a bounce back after that defeat against Belgium. They're a the one to five favourites to do so. It's five to one to draw, and it's twelve to one on Iceland. Yeah, England here, I think will win this game, and I think they'll win it comfortably. I think they'll win it with a clean sheet. Although England have conceded in three of their last four matches, they looked very, very comfortable against Ireland. In the friendly last week, we took England to keep a clean sheet and we can take them to win to nil here at even money. England have kept clean sheets in seven of their last 10 games. And as I said, Iceland don't possess too much of a goal threat and don't really have too much reason to to turn up here in this spot. They've actually lost all nine of their UEFA Nations League matches. And uh, I expect another defeat for them here against England as England bounce back from their loss against Belgium. Up next, we go to our favourite team here. It's the Republic of Ireland. It wouldn't be an international show without covering a Republic of Ireland game. They are 4-6 to favourites to win at home to Bulgaria. It's 5-2 to two to draw and it's 9-2 to two on Bulgaria. And while I don't necessarily think Ireland will fail to score against this very poor Bulgaria team that have lost five of their last six... I still think this will go under and the bookies are giving you a better line here than usual. You are getting seven to ten on under 2.5 goals here on a Republic of Ireland team who have seen only three of their last 22 games go over 2.5 goals. The boys in green have failed to score in their last six matches. Eight of Bulgaria's last 10 matches have generated under 2.5 goals, including four of their five Nations League games. So they are a red hot under team as well. And four of the sides meeting since 2004 have seen fewer than 2.5 goals. Although that's not really the most important piece of data because obviously international squads change greatly over the years. But this particular Ireland team are very, very defensive and they find it very difficult to score. I think the bookies are maybe expecting that this will represent an opportunity for Ireland to get right. But at the same time, I don't see Ireland scoring more than once in a game. In fact, if you can get under 1.5 team total here in the Republic of Ireland, that may represent some value here as well. I think for me, this is another easy under and I think we're getting great value here at 7 to 10. So we're going to continue riding this until it fails us and republic of ireland and bulgaria under 2.5 goals at 7 to 10 will most definitely be the play here for this one. The final game we're going to look at here is Poland versus the Netherlands. It's 11 to 4 here on Poland. It's 5 to 2 to draw and it's 19 to 20 on the Netherlands. This game will be deemed largely irrelevant as long as Italy can win away to Bosnia and Italy are two to five to go away and win in Bosnia and that's what I expect them to do. Bosnia are rock bottom of this group. They're on two points. They are going down to the next stage of the Nations League, whereas these two teams, I think, are just battling here for second place. If Italy do make a slip up, it will present an opportunity to one of them. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I don't see Holland here under De Boer as road favourites here of um, of less than even money. So I don't see them as odds on favourites. I like the value on Poland to be able to avoid a defeat in this situation, especially when you factor in the fact that Poland haven't lost at home For two years, that was in the last Nations League campaign where they lost 1-0 at home to Italy. So I'm not expecting a win here for a Netherlands team who are struggling under De Boer, despite the fact they picked up their first win under him over over a pretty poor Bosnia team who just want done with this Nations League campaign. I don't think Holland are going to go to Poland and get a win. So I think the value here is on Poland to avoid a defeat on the double chance market, also available as plus 0.5 on the Asian handicap line. Closing out with your lock for this show. Well, the Ireland pick is obviously going to be an, an automatic. I think we're going to ride that one until it loses. And so far, we've been massively successful with it. We've cashed it as a lock for every single Nations League game that Ireland have played in. Plus we took them not to score against England. So six international locks have cashed for Ireland and we go for lucky number seven here. Ireland's five games in this group so far have only produced five goals. Their matches are averaging one goal a game and we are getting under 2.5 goals here at seven to ten. So that's going to be one of your locks here. An auto lock therefore I'm going to give you a Another one, I'm torn between the Moneyline plays here on Belgium and France. I'm going to go for Belgium narrowly because they are going to be more incentivized. They are in a situation where they need to get something out of the game. France are just playing for pride. France have already won their group and they're looking for a bounce back here after a home defeat against Finland and Sweden are a poor side. That's why I like that one. But Belgium are in a situation where if they lose to Denmark, they will lose their place in the Nations League semi-finals. So I don't think that's going to happen. Belgium don't strike me as the type of team who are going to play for a draw, especially against a Denmark team where they've already gone to Denmark and won. And as I said, we spoke about their record at the moment. They've won 15 of their last 17 internationals, unbeaten in 24 at home, winning 19 of those. I think they win this game comfortably. And I love the price at 18, uh, sorry, at 8 to 11. So that will be your second lock on this show. So that concludes your Nations League show. If you want all of my official soccer picks for the international week, head over to lockbetting.com. We're having a monster, monster month in soccer. I don't think we've ever had a better start to the month and we look to continue riding it here into this international week, this final round of Nations League games and look to ride it into the weekend when domestic football comes back here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast you will get Das Bundesliga show at the weekend the EPL show at the weekend the European show over at lockbend.com and then of course in midweek we have the return of the Champions League we're at the halfway point as well now so we have three rounds of matches to go and it's really hotting up these next few matches will really decide who goes through to the next round and some teams are in serious danger Inter Milan, Real Madrid... Um, Paris Saint-Germain. They could all go out in the group stage or they could go down to the Europa League. It really is looking precarious for some of these major teams. A very, very interesting season in the Champions League. So we'll see how all of that pans out. All of that content is coming to you this week here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Also, I'm giving out a few more free plays at the moment. Gave out some NFL plays on my Twitter account. It's at SGP Soccer. Make sure you give me a follow. Make sure you give me likes and retweets. And please keep continuing to leave those reviews for the Soccer Gambling Podcast on iTunes. It does improve our overall standing on the iTunes charts because they use a weird algorithm there where it's worked out based on your listens and your reviews kind of figure factored in together and that's how you end up higher on your iTunes charts and the higher you are the more sponsors and things you can get and that means the more shows I can do for you off the, ba- off the back of those initial reviews and the hot start we had here with all of those we're able to now give you international podcasts on top of the Champions League on top of Das Bundesliga show on top of the EPL show initially it was just going to be the EPL show podcast Along with us Bundesliga show and the Champions League. But these bonus shows have come about because we had such a hot start. But we need to continue that going. We need to continue on with that momentum. So keep supporting the show with retweets, likes, follows on Twitter and those iTunes reviews. And we'll continue to reward you with more free picks and more podcasts here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Also, last thing I want to plug, please check out my NFL show over at the Dirty Shoots Podcast. Me and my colleague Cav were having a strong year on the show with our picks. Uh, our lock records are both exactly the same at this point in time. We're both seven and three with our first locks and seven and three with our secondary locks. So we give a first choice and a second choice on that show, and we are both one hundred percent identical. I'm seven and three with my first and seconds, and now he's seven and three with his first and seconds. I actually dropped my lock this week and he managed to to land his and uh, just generally the the leans and things that we're giving on the shows the the spread picks and even the totals sometimes we delve into totals we get out a few teases and stuff we just break down every single game and we're having a really good year with that plus our numbers are going right up so some of you guys are actually paying attention and going to check that out hopefully more of you go over and do that that's the dirty sheets for the NFL show which comes out on Wednesdays. If you guys can go and check that out and leave some iTunes reviews for the daily sheets as well, I really, really would appreciate that a lot. That's it from me in this edition of the Nations League show. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.